Today is Friday, July 17th. You're listening to T-Dad Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. Today, with COVID-19 back on the rise, councils say they will continue meeting virtually, and at the state, Colorado Governor Jared Polis announces a mandate to wear masks in public. In the world, a disastrous oil spill could be on our horizon. So, let's get started. Support for today's podcast comes from Linda's Laundry, now accepting dry cleaning delivery orders shipped over to Zeller's Cleaner in Raton every Tuesday and Friday. Give them a call at 719-846-4588. Additionally, all T-Dad Talk episodes are produced by the Chronicle News Media with additional support from T-Dad Radio. Now let's jump in with today's weather. For today, a slight chance of showers afternoon, but mostly sunny. Highs in the upper 80s tonight will drop to the mid-60s. Over the weekend for Saturday, we'll see mostly sunny skies with highs breaking above 90 degrees. And Sunday, likely showers afternoon with highs again around 90 degrees. Now, the news. On Monday, July 13th, the Trinidad City Council met for a work session to discuss several items of increasing concern to council, one of which was the ever-expanding pile of brush at the city's landfill. Mayor Phil Rico mentioned that the city had a limb shredder on the premise and wasn't sure why it wasn't being used, but added that possibly by charging a minimal fee, the landfill would have the needed funds to have it repaired and keep it maintained. In 2018, the council approved an ordinance allowing residents to dump trees and limbs free of charge. As the pile continues to grow, city project manager Tom Beach suggested a nominal $10 fee for disposal, adding that although some of the pile could be shredded, a lot of the bulkier material could not. On the topic, Beach said the shredder was operable now as they had just installed a new remote which would allow the landfill to safely operate the machine with one person. Beach also recommended a $5 charge for furniture because of how much space it takes up in the landfill. With the landfill operating as an enterprise within the city, Beach said as of the end of May, they had turned a surplus of revenue over expenses, but they had blown their maintenance budget in the first couple of months of the year. Also, during the meeting, council members discussed what potentiality there was for returning to in-person council meetings moving forward. Unfortunately, because of the threats building again as cases continue to rise of COVID-19, many believed it was still in the best interest of everyone involved to continue convening online. Yesterday at the state, Colorado Governor Jared Polis issued a statewide mask mandate after days of pressure from his fellow Democrats to make the move. Polis announced at a news conference that he has issued an executive order requiring everyone over the age of 10 to wear a mask or other facial covering while in public indoor spaces. The order went into effect midnight last night. The order is effective for at least 30 days and violators may be subject to civil or criminal penalties, Polis said. The governor's orders follow four straight weeks of rising COVID-19 cases in Colorado, including a 40% increase last week, according to state health officials. Hospitalizations for the coronavirus are also increasing, and state epidemiologist Rachel Hurley said that current trends could mean that Colorado's ICU bed capacity will be exceeded in September. The governor said it's not enforcement, but rather the mere clarity of message of mask ordinances that he believes will be more effective in improving compliance. 
In the world today, The Guardian recently reported that time is running out to prevent a disastrous oil spill from a deteriorating tanker loaded with 1.1 million barrels of crude oil that is moored off the coast of Yemen, the UN's environment chief has said. Inger Anderson told the UN Security Council that a spill from the FSO Safer, which has had no maintenance for more than five years, would wreck ecosystems and livelihoods for decades. Houthi rebels who control the area where the ship is moored have insisted on setting conditions linked to Yemen's six-year civil war before allowing UN inspectors on board. Long-held concerns about the rusting 44-year-old tanker escalated on 27th of May when seawater began leaking into its engine room. The cause of the leak is unknown as there has been no examination of the ship. The safer contains 1,148,000 barrels of light crude oil, meaning that if a full spillage occurred, the release would be four times larger than the Exxon Valdez disaster off Alaska in 1989, says the UN. Meanwhile, any fire on the ship could expose more than 8.4 million people to harmful levels of air pollutants. Happening on Saturday, the Trinidad History Museum will be hosting a free family fun Saturday at 10 a.m. on the Blue Mansion lawn. Activities will include learning about yucca and painting with yucca paintbrushes. And if you know of any upcoming events we should be aware of, please do not hesitate to reach out to us here at the Chronicle News so we can make sure to spread the word. As always, for a deeper look into today's stories, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and support your local journalism with a subscription. Thanks for sticking around for another T-Dad Talk. If you like today's podcast, be sure to click that subscribe button, and also drop us a message on our T-Dad Radio Facebook page and let us know how we're doing. I always love hearing all the creative ways we can continue to make what we do here at the Chronicle even better. Uh, another special thanks to Linda's Laundry for their support of today's episode. This is Cameron Wayne. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.